There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Sometimes things are tough, but if you got your family, it's enough. Making lots of friends along the way, especially in the great taste gang. We've got your latest food news and scores from the Cardinals and the Blues. Nikki's part of the crew and Greg Warren too. SeaWorld and Brando and TC too. It's, it's, it's supposed to be nice today, but it is, I'm colder this morning than I've been in several days. Really? I still have my coat on, so. <laughs> it's so darn cold, but this weekend, starting today, it starts going up, and then all weekend long, I saw at least up until Wednesday, beautiful weather. Yeah, like 79 tomorrow is what I have. Yeah, I and then it'll change, and then on Halloween... Kids will have their costumes and coats. <laughs> oh, it's going to be real cold. No, I don't know. But oh. it ever seems like every year on Halloween, yeah. they don't get to show off those cute costumes yeah, because freezing they've your... got big old parkas mm-hmm. over them. What's uh, Did I ask you yet what little uh, Timmy is going as? I believe he's got a few to choose from as we will be celebrating that entire week. So there's a uh, like a little monster costume that's been handed down. I could picture my brother Curran wearing that back in the day. Oh my gosh. Obviously <laughs> some sort of pumpkin onesie. And then I think Emma's got another trick up her sleeve that I've, I haven't witnessed yet. Oh. Wow. It's, that's when they're babies. You can put them in anything. Well, and they need to be changed their outfits four or five times a day anyway. So it has to be easy. Mm-hmm. I remember Charlie, my first niece... When she was a baby for Halloween, she was a a little lamb, I believe. Oh, really? A little lamb, yeah. Just one of those, you know, so they're warm. You know, it's a whole, it's more like a lamb coat. Yeah. <laughs> what it was. Aaron was like a lobster or something. <laughs> like he had little claws, you know, and then the, the bottom part of the body is perfect because his legs were like in it. Oh, yeah. baby, you know. That's, I like that. What was your very favorite Halloween costume that a, you can read as a kid? Like, you were pumped. I was really pumped about my Darth Vader costume until I saw the sword. Because, you know, back then, merch game was not good for Star Wars. It's insane now. But back then... Oh, yeah, you had a home... It was a homemade thing, maybe? Yeah, I don't think they even had the lightsabers out yet. That was, like, a couple years away. And so my mom made a sword out of just rolled tinfoil. <laughs> That's <laughs> like. This is not. That was. Quite it right. wasn't as fierce as you were hoping. <laughs> yes. So it was a what now? What Darth Vader. Okay. And it oh, wasn't a lightsaber. No, it was a aluminum saber. So it was. Was it supposed to be a lightsaber, or was it supposed to be something else? It was supposed to be a lightsaber. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> not. Not great. 
No, no, that wasn't. What about you, Tim? Do you remember? Because I really don't. I don't remember. I remember we were always last minute on everything. Yeah. Because I was mm-hmm. the third, and my mom was working full time. Yeah. So she was tired. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I remember I went, and this is probably not nice now, hobo many years. I was a hobo one year. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think more than one year. I don't remember any. I remember going to Bell Scott. And getting masks and costumes, but I don't remember. I remember having a really cool hobo mask I wore for a very long time. You did? Yeah. And then I had, uh, I remember I was a punk one year, and I had like a, you know. Oh, like, punk rocker. Yeah, like, yeah. Not punk. just a kid. Yeah. Young <laughs> punk. He was just a real punk. You know, like silly glasses and like a fake earring and spiked my hair and yeah, the whole. Yes. Thing. And is that, is that when you were dyeing your hair with Kool-Aid? No, this would have been quite a bit before that. Later I became closer to a real punk, but at the time... <laughs> you were a practice punk. Yeah, later I got into Kool-Aid, which was very punk. I think my, one of my favorites, my sister was Boy George one year, and I think she really pulled it off. That's oh, that's like a good that. one. Yeah. Uh, so many great memories. I wish I had photos to go along with uh, my non-memories so I could see it's, what I was. It's all been thrown away. No, they just didn't take... I, I don't know. Oh, I did. There's very few pictures of me in my life. <laughs> I did... Um, What's his name? Jason Momoa in Game of Thrones. What's that character? Khal Drago. Oh, no, yeah. That's somebody else. You were that? Yeah. As a kid? How did no, that happen? No, no, no. no, no. As, an adult, As an adult. Just, <laughs> ever. With, but with like a big muscle suit. Oh, that's fun. It was good. And that, that's a good one. That one I enjoyed. Did you tell everybody that you just worked out a lot? Yeah. <laughs> they believed like, it. Was it was fun to wear. Like, it was, no. Yeah, really fun to wear muscles. <laughs> this is me. Um, you got I'm telling you, since Amelia put her sign up, did you take the sign away? No, it's still there. No, it should still be there. About black cats and dogs and to adopt to adopt them. I'm on my email and text line, I'm getting more pictures of the black dog and cat movement. Oh, oh really? Yes. People supporting it? Yes. People supporting it, loving it. This one, Baron Nora, it's from uh, Neurological Cindy. I've got, there's uh, a black dog and a black cat, and then they have a black poodle that they rescued. Oh, wow. And uh, she said, for Amelia, thank you for speaking up for black dogs and cats. <laughs> so you, you did you tell her that no. her word got out? I forgot. Got out. I, we haven't even hung this thing out the window yet. Wait, it's true. Know. Imagine what <laughs> the response we're going to get then. Mm-hmm. No, I will. Uh, hopefully I'll have time today. I had to go, like, as soon as I woke up from my nap, I had to start getting ready to leave because I wanted football last Oh, night. yeah. You drove, you had to drive back over here. Yes. He played at Chaminade last night. And it's first, they don't, you know, the the borders don't cross very much in, in youth football, at least. So it's the only time they played a Missouri team. And uh, so we get there and there's already a game going on. And I, I wasn't sure what was happening, if there was an eighth grade game and then the seventh grade game. But the, the what they had was the seventh grade game was playing two games. So they're playing like shorter games. And so I get down to the field. And I'm like, oh, I wonder who they're playing. And lo and behold, they were playing Priory. <laughs> That's they right. Were? Yes. The Ravens were out there. <laughs> so I took a picture of the team and sent it to these two yahoos. Uh-huh. And the responses were very funny. <laughs> uh, well, Chris is like, I have to edit. He just said, blanking nerds. <laughs> and Tim said... Tell him to make some friends, Owen. or tell, well, you said to Owen, yeah. tell him to make some friends if he has any interest in working in finance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That is very funny. So it was a cold one last night. It was cold. Yeah, it was a cold game. So yeah, once they got done with the, the playing Priory, then they played Waterloo. So the end of the tying. season. Good. It was a very good season. They were five, two, and one because they tied last. And what night. is this through? Like what organization? Yeah. Well, so it, is in, it in like, Waterloo, it's weird because for years they played in like a, whatever the organization, some Freeburg League or something. And then but they changed for the 7th and 8th graders because they would play a lot of other smaller schools, which is good for your ego. But in high school, Waterloo plays in like a pretty good sized conference. And so for 7th and 8th grade, I think they'd made the decision like, well, let's play some of these schools that we're going to play in high school. And so they play Highland and they play Triad and they play, you know, these bigger schools that they play in high school, but they're not really a part of their leagues. Like whatever those schools are in, they're in their own league. So Owen's team is really kind of a, they're not really in a league. So like once the season's over, it's just over. There's no playoffs or anything because they're, they're piecemealing a season together. Got it. So it allows them to play these bigger schools, but those bigger schools, those whatever league they're in, we're not. They don't have room for us. Yeah, because when I was growing up, they had like whatever city you were in, they had the little whatever. The little whatever. Little yeah. Devils, little Falcons. I was a little Falcon. That's basically what they used right. to be. That's kind of what they used to be in before. The, where they but played. those don't exist anymore. No, 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 it's still that that is still out there. Like Redbud, that had we were the muskets. Uh, were you the little muskets? No, just they the were muskets. all little. Muskets. You're right. The, the Belleville teams were all little something, little knights and little, little something, little little devils. Does that mean like that? Uh, your friend that called in yesterday, where she teaches Jill? in that town, there's the little midgets. Yeah, that was, <laughs> you couldn't even see them. <laughs> uh, okay. Which is that okay? I feel weird every time I say that People, term. Anyway, it's not. But they won't. They don't. They they're not won't change it. it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, my memory of that field at Chaminade is that we played a game there when I played football at, at Priory in eighth mm-hmm. grade. So before I had accepted that my destiny probably wasn't, <laughs> you know, going to be sports. <laughs> uh, I did not play in that game. I did not get in at all. And I remember being very upset. And then every person, you know, you'd to see your friend's parents and everybody else after the game. And, like, they don't know what's going on. They'd be like, hey, good game. And i go, I didn't play. <laughs> 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 you could you could use the line my friend Lyle would always say like oh you play baseball and he's say like well I'm on the team yeah <laughs> did you I really play. I was did you so really good. say it the yeah, whole time and I created some awkward moments for people which is it's not their fault. you were just angry <laughs> you were just trying to be nice hey great game Tim I didn't play <laughs> sounds like my goodbye to Jody our receptionist yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably never <laughs> see you again <laughs> then I did oh, yeah <laughs> that was awkward daily. Like, uh, listen about that thing <laughs> she had to tell me I said that because I was yeah, she remembered not in the right mi- in the right state of mind uh, what about you Tim anything exciting of note yesterday yeah this is I've been kind of waiting to tell you this because this is something I think Courtney Landrum would really enjoy I got a haircut yesterday yeah and uh <laughs> Uh, Teresa over, I go to that that hair saloon for men thing, and she uh-huh. cuts my hair. And uh, I say, uh, I'm like, oh, she's like, so this is, you got the, the Ludo shows next week. I'm like, yep, this is the one for the shows. You know, got to be a good one. Mm-hmm. She takes a deep breath, and she goes, I swear, I have more high-pressure haircuts for you than I do 
than I've ever done for everyone else ever combined. Because every time I go in there, it's I'm like, some big event. All right, here's what we're up against this month. Like, you know, she had to cut it for when I got married, for when we did the wedding party, for when the Courtney show did photos. I was like, all right, we got photos on the docket. It's going to be six days away. I'm going to need you to time it perfectly. <laughs> like every time we go in there, I I like tell her the game plan. Like, all right, she's here's probably like. I wish he would just go to somebody else. Yeah. Gosh. So much pressure you know, it's on just her. a haircut. So I'm dude. like, I promise next time I come in, it'll be low pressure. Like, uh, you know, I'm going to see my family Thanksgiving, but that's everybody, so it's fine. I bet it won't be. You'll have some another. You'll have another event. That's You're true. always out there doing stuff. I, I yeah, you got the Christmas thing, the punk thing coming up. Oh right. Well, maybe I'll get in there twice. We'll we'll see. <laughs> she's gonna have another. She does a good. Chance. She's good under pressure though. <laughs> but it was her first time indicating to me that she's like. That she like takes that all seriously, like gets into it. I'm well, like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm, I think it's more of a testament to how dramatic I am than it is. <laughs> I know exactly how you are. Yeah, I knew that you'd enjoy that. <laughs> Maybe I should start telling Nick when he goes to get his hair cut because he goes to different people every time. Really? And it's stressful more for me mm-hmm. than it is for anybody else because he complains about his hair up until the point he gets his hair cut. Then after he gets his hair cut and it's not a good haircut, he complains mm-hmm. about it until it grows out a little bit. Maybe he needs to have some big event. Some story, just a canned story, because it's somebody different every time. Yeah. Like, I'm getting married. Yes. Two weeks. Yes. But these people are giving it their best, right? No, not always. <laughs> not in his opinion. Well, I mean, maybe their best. Mine That's is, I think, it. I think part of part of me thinks she, you know, because she does she does a great job, but it ends up being there's two different directions that we'll take in there. <laughs> but part of me thinks she's gonna go, a wedding, huh? I've got this idea. You know, and do something. <laughs> Out of the box, but I felt I got so embarrassed. Really <laughs> you are, you are. I mean, you're worse than me. You, you give some pressure to people. Yeah. Sweet spot. You got the sweet spot. What's the sweet spot going to look like for uh, next week? Uh-huh. It'll be dialed in. But I, man, I, I, I know people don't want to hear about it on the radio anymore. I shaved more closely than I have, and so yeah, I need, I need more to work with for <laughs> next week. I should be all right. All right. Well, we talked yesterday about how the, there's so much toxic masculinity in this studio. This yeah. is, I think, a good example. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get on with the show. We have a lot to do today. Lots of tickets to give away. Better than Ezra, Magic House, and Ludo. Those shows we're talking about for next week. Halloween shows. Those are in the seven, eight, and nine o'clock hours. Um, we also have uh, Courts Court today, since it's Thursday. Some randos, and of course, the weekend. What's up? No, you did well last week. There we go. It's as much as you're going to get from me. It was great. Um, if you guys want to text about anything, what, what you did yesterday, what your plans are, any comments about the show, we'd love to hear from you. 314-669-4665. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. The perfect place to host your holiday party or fundraiser and bringing in national touring comedians each week. Apparently, Halloween Ends is so bad, fans started a petition to get them to remake the movie that just came out. I've heard the reviews were not Yeah, I heard the fantastic. last. The first one was so good in this new trilogy. And the first one was great. I heard it. the second one was bad, and this one was even worse. I didn't even bother with the second one in because I thought that first one was very well done. Really, and, and p- people, you're right though. People beat up the second one, so I don't know why they're surprised this is. Yeah, good. there's just so much buzz going into it. You know, I think maybe you get hopeful. I think especially the, if you get a good trailer out there and you're like, this might be good. And I think the first one was so good that people were like, 
Yes, they got this right. It's, it's like the uh, the Matrix trilogy. Remember how good the first oh, one was and how yeah. bad the last one was? Yeah. What a letdown. Because those trilogies, like a, a great movie will just carry, you know, people just keep watching. Yeah. You're right. Good. Uh, the petition says, quote, we love this franchise wholeheartedly, and this version of a Halloween movie left us sad, mad, disappointed, and infuriated. Please give us a movie that shows us what Halloween is really about. So you may remember fans did the same thing for the final season of Game of Thrones. They put out a petition, got thousands of signatures, and uh, they haven't remade that. So. No, it's not going to happen, but... No, it's not. Nice to try, I guess. I think... Jamie Lee Curtis is done. She's yeah, she's yeah. said I don't want to do it. It's also funny because this is already a second shot at that narrative from the first movies back in the seventies. You know what yeah. I mean? They kept making sequels. So how many times you want them to do it? There's something attractive about that storyline. That I people, know he's bring, bringing people back. Yeah. You want to believe that they're the gonna... music. Yeah, the, the music, music alone, good. and it's just John Carpenter. He, he's the one that did the music. Is that, is that right? Yeah, really? Uh huh. Good. Sat down at a piano. The producers of Cobra Kai are working on a prequel series about Mr. Miyagi, and uh, Ralph Macchio loves it. He said, quote, it's a project that I'm cheering for personally because Pat Morita always wanted to do more with where Mr. Miyagi came from. He thinks there's a, a lot of ground to cover from his childhood in Okinawa, his time in the war, losing his wife and child in an internment camp, uh, and then ultimately... How did he end up working as a maintenance guy in an apartment building? Which is a great question. Like, how do where do all these dots connect, uh, and how did that happen? So we'll see if that actually comes through. They're just talking about it. Nothing's official yet. I'll watch it. I'm a fan. Could be good. Uh, Matthew Perry almost died a few years ago. He was given a two percent chance to live when drugs wow. caused his colon to burst. He ended up with a colostomy bag for nine months. Uh, he covers all of it in his new book. Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, which comes out next month. Uh, in it, he discusses all of his drug use uh, while he was on the show. He said at one point he was taking 55 Vicodin a day. That was when he was, like, super skinny on the show. Yeah. He was all vicodin up. And then the next Vicodined. season, uh, I think season nine was when he got clean, and then he uh, put on some weight because it was, you know, off the drugs. Man. Garth Brooks has tattoos now. He's never had a tattoo before, but he made a promise to his daughter back in 2014 that he, he'd get a tattoo with her together when he performed in Ireland. But the show got canceled for whatever reason, so he never did it. Well, he finally made made good on his uh, uh, promise because they made it back to Ireland. They performed in Ireland, and he got his tattoos. So he got tattoos of the five women in his life. His mom... His wife, Trisha Yearwood, and his three daughters. But he hasn't showed anybody the tattoos. He just talked about it. It's like on his chest and arm or something. I don't know. Yeah, he said one by his heart. Yeah. One by my heart. One by my heart. One by treasure. One by my side. One by my heart. One by my back. Most important people <laughs> in my life. Ever wonder what uh, candy Chucky the doll likes? Nope. Sure you have. <laughs> yeah, you have. So I don't know why they did this, but they did... Oh, let's see. How do I even say this? You so, can, you, it's that blank game. Blank Mary Kill. How's that? Blank Mary Kill. Is that, that you know the game. Specific yeah. enough. And then they just gave him, like, the doll, these three candies. <laughs> and if you remember the character, he's very vulgar. Yes. And a murderer. But, yeah. you know. There's a charm to it. Uh, he's a pre-Me Too kind of guy, too. He's, 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 got, he's, not only does he murder... He's disrespectful to women. Oh, man, yeah. 
So anyway, keep that in mind. Hates the broads. With his answers. So Reese's Pieces, M&M's, and Skittles. Chucky the doll says (laughs) blank uh, peanut M&M's. He says peanut M&M's because the nutty ones are the best in bed. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You shouldn't say that anymore. Marry Skittles because they're so pretty. And kill Reese's Pieces because of E.T. God, I hate that jerk. (laughs) So it's as if... Maybe in their world, they know each other. Same universe. Yeah, because they're in the movies uh, together. A nerds, Smarties, and Jolly Ranchers. I'll just hit the highlights. He said, kill the nerds because that's what I do to nerds. So he kills nerds, apparently. It seems like he kills everybody. And then Snickers, Three Musketeers, and Milky Way. He says, marry Three Musketeers because I love thruples. So he's into that. <laughs> well, that would be four anyway. That seems rather progressive of Chucky. Yeah, you're right. It would be four. I don't know. There's more. I don't know if that's on the blog or not. I did not put it on does, the blog. Doesn't need to be, but could be. Uh, did you know Cookie Monster's name is Sid? <laughs> it's a thing. He apparently revealed it back in 2004 in a song called The First Time Me Eat Cookie. <laughs> Uh, and in the song, he just mentions his name is Sid, or he went by Sid when he was a kid. I think it was Sid because literally just rhymed with kid in the song. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he said, I think my name was Sid. So I don't know if it's an official, this is his name, but that's how it came out in the song. He mentioned it again yesterday. He posted a clip of the video of him singing it, and people are like freaking out, like, his name's Sid? It's an appropriate name for him. Like, it just I like, like it. He it. looks like a Sid. Yeah. It feels like lazy writing. <laughs> I didn't think. I don't think they were like his name's Sid. Let's write a song about it. I think they were like, I need a word that rhymes with kid. Sid. <laughs> That's fine with me. Yeah, I don't me care. Too. Dick Van Dyke was spotted handing out cash to homeless people at the Malibu Community Labor Exchange the other day. Apparently, he does this all the time. According to staff at the center, he first started coming to the exchange during the pandemic. So he's been Isn't that nice? Yeah, I love that. It's so nice. He's just shuffling around, handing out money. All that diagnosis murder cash. <laughs> That's right, just spreading it around. Uh, Denzel Washington and Dakota, Dakota Fanning are co-starring in The Equalizer 3. So this will actually be 18 years after they appeared together in Man on Fire when she was a little kiddo. I've not seen any of those Equalizer films. I haven't either. People, I mean, they wouldn't keep making them if they weren't decent. I saw the first one. It was good. Uh-huh. I, I haven't like seen that. Man on Fire. I watched the, oh, Man I watched on the trailer. Good. I was like, this looks pretty good. That's it's strong, good. Man. Mark Anthony's in it. Yeah, that, that was him, wasn't it? Yeah, it's him. It's good. I didn't care enough to check. Was Mark Anthony like, a henchman? No, he's, um, he's, he's her, the little girl's father. Got it. And he gets into some hot water. Oh, boy. And there's a scene. I won't tell you that. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's great. Whole thing I watched, though. Never did I see a guy on fire. Equalizer 3, which is crazy because the TV show's on right now. With Queen Latifah, right? It's still going, right? I don't know if the Queen's in this or not. Does The Rock ever cry at a movie? Could he? He's so manly. Well, apparently he does. He said the last movie he watched that made him cry was Braveheart. Now you know. Astros beat the Yankees in the first round of the ALCS last night. Padres beat the Phillies to even the NLCS to one game apiece. Yankees and Astros play again tonight. Bader had a huge home run. Yeah, he did. Again. Stud. Man, but Matt Carpenter didn't have a very good game. No, nah, he didn't. He got out twice. That's what I saw. Did he, oh, so he, he played. Beard looked good, though. Did he, well, he just got the, just the stash. I don't know if he was DH or no, not. No, he had a full beard last game. Full Matt beard. Carpenter? Yes. He just had the mustache last well, night. Well, he must have shaved. That's not good. No, he's not allowed to have the beard with the Yankees. It's a rule. 
Uh, Phillies Maybe Padres, they're off today. They play tomorrow. I think you're right. right. I I think I'm I'm sacrilege. Confused. I think I'm confused. Sacrilege. No. I'm Brando, your Hollywood outsider. The Courtney Show. Can't wait to show my friends today. Best thing I saw yesterday. Perusing different social media and things online. These are the things that really got us. And sometimes we spend way too much time on things that we happen to see. And I will tell you about the rabbit hole I went down last night. But first, this. From Rodney LaCroix. Really made me laugh. My favorite fall ritual is watching the low tire pressure light go on in every vehicle I own. (laughs) (laughs) Nick is dealing with that now. Like, and he knows the places, like he's knows the places now that have free, free air, air. Yes. And the ones that are trying to rip you off by charging you like two bucks for air. And half the time those things break. Yes. I don't know what people are doing when they're getting air, but they're angry. Be nice. And then the rabbit hole I went down, and it was you know how you have forgotten about something for so long. Like you don't even it hasn't even been on your radar. Nobody's reminded you of it. And then somebody posts something about it. And you're like, oh, my God, that was such a big part of my life, I believe, when I was young. Do you remember those pink plaque disclosing tablets that we ate when we were little? And you would chew these pink tablets up. Yeah. And they would show on your teeth where you missed, where you were, you were plaque filled. And they would show the dentist where they needed to clean more. Yeah. Real, I, I remember hearing oh of my that, gosh. but I, it was not a part of my life. It wasn't? Mm-mm. I don't know. It would die. That it, Okay, so I looked it up. They can contain a harmless dye that reacts with the plaque that may remain on areas of the teeth after cleaning. So I think I just saw a picture of these tablets, and I'm like, I've forgotten about those yeah, forgot since about that <laughs> day. Since those days when I... They don't do it anymore. Uh-uh. Yeah, why don't they? I don't know. Like, I think you chewed them after the cleaning, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. You they, you have no recollection of this. No, I never use that. Man. Is this the same uh, chemical that they put in pools to show if somebody peed <laughs> in the pool? This is a for real thing. <laughs> it is for real. This is, this, Tim remembers. Oh, yeah. It was not fun to look at your mouth like that either. I don't know if I trust your dentist. <laughs> I think you were getting great dental care. Yeah, just swimming. Probably not. Back. All right. I got all my teeth. Anyway. It was a wow that I had left that behind in the 70s. Here it is. <laughs> yep. All right. What about you guys? Uh, it's a couple tweets that made me laugh. This is from somebody just called The Dad. He said, uh-oh, I made the amateur mistake of telling my wife that I slept really well last night. Then she'll, oh, she wants him to do chores. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. This is from uh, Stephanie Oritz. She said, tonight we had tacos for dinner. One of the kids said she doesn't like tacos, and I'm ready to give up on this parenting thing because I can't work with people like this. Oh, man. <laughs> One, Owen just, or Augie just recently started to, like, I don't, be okay with tacos. I don't think when you were young, I don't think the youth love Mexican as much as Mexican food. See, as I, I loved Taco Bell when I was a little kid, yeah, but I didn't like good... McDonald's. I didn't like... yeah. The burger places as much as I like Taco Bell, but there weren't many Taco Bells around Mm-mm. when I was a little fella. And then this is really funny. I posted this on the blog today if you want to see the video, but I just pulled the audio. It's an, the audio of an anchor getting rejected on the air. Friday, but Tony, the good news is nice and sunny for the weekend. You should come around for a barbie. 
No, thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that's all our news from now. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. I love that. That's on TV? Yeah, it's on Australian She's like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm good. She's, she's doing the weather. I love their. You should way, come around for a barbecue. I love they're way more honest than our <laughs> anchors to be like, okay, and that's a big phony. That's they're not great. truthful. Yeah. That's great. What about you, Tim? Uh, so Emma sent me this thing that goes on in our house often. Uh, it is a little TikTok video. It says me neatly stacking my dishes and adding soapy water to make my chaos appear as organized chaos. Oh, trust me, you don't know how many times. I will just fill the the sink with soapy water and put the dishes in, and then, and then walk they're away. there until the next day. <laughs> but they're like stacked, like they look good, and I, yeah. I I can't tell if she's calling me out for a move I do or if she's kind of calling herself out. So more on that later. I think she's calling you out. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Both known to pull that, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, and then a tweet I like. Uh, it says, "It takes me a while to warm up to new people, but I will kiss a dog I just met on the mouth." <laughs> That's a lot of people. Uh, That's very funny. All right, those are the best things we saw yesterday. The Courtney Show. Whenever I hear the Bee Gees, it makes me think of Softer October because I believe the first year we did Softer October, Tim's choice was a very Gibb slash Barbara Streisand song. So good. Guilty. We'll, we'll definitely get that in at some point before the end of the month. I think of our friend Lance whenever I hear it. I know. Old Lance. Yeah. Um, we will have your Softer October song around 9 o'clock this morning. When I first started in radio, and Brando, I know that uh, you started just a few years after us. But it was a wackier radio time. Not mm-hmm. as many attorneys. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> FCC didn't care so much. Um, you would you would try to mess with your audience a little more. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, either your contest especially. Yes. So I remember we had this contest years and years ago when I was with Stephen DC, and it was the whoever won won a Toyota. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a Toyota yeah. doll. I mean, and and I think they, I think maybe we got somebody got sued for that. It wasn't me. I wasn't high enough on the on the list. You were making those decisions. No, I was making <laughs> no decisions. Um, I don't know if there was a lawsuit or if they made it right and did something for the person. Really? Did you ever? Was there anything that you guys were ever involved? It was in? a real Yoda. <laughs> um, we used to do. Um, we would hide a black box. In, in Springfield, like somewhere in, in the area. And it, there were all these rules. It had to be on like public land that was accessible 24 hours a day, blah, blah, blah. I still remember all this stuff. But if you found it, you would win a significant prize. It was a bunch of money. It was a truck. It was a car. It was something. And that was like our summer. Our oh, big summer big promotion. Big summer promotion. And then we would give out clues. I do love a scavenger hunt. It's basically what it was, but it was a little black box that you had to find and if you found it you won whatever the big prize was that year so that was that was pretty exciting i don't think we ever gotten in trouble for that yeah because it was a for real find this thing and win all these things yes um well now the world is different i mean you have to have there's paperwork involved in contests you do there's loads of legal jargon everybody's covering their bases except for this place it's a country club They had a big tournament called the Tournament of the Century. And it was a three-person scramble format. And it was $375. So three-person scramble. And on one of the holes, they had promoted a 2022 Ford F-150 4x4 Super Crew 
as a prize for the first person to hit a hole in one on the 10th hole. The sticker, uh, the side, the truck, it was on the hole, mm-hmm. had a sticker price of $53.5, donated by this Ford dealership. Well, against all odds, this guy goes out on the 10th hole, hits a hole in one. He wins the truck. He wins the truck. Well, when he went to go claim his truck, the the country club would not turn over the keys. They said they were unable to secure the truck, but they put the truck out there. Right. Yeah. Well. All right. So the Ford dealership says we couldn't get the necessary insurance for the vehicle in time because they believed the vehicle was for display purposes only. So now this guy has hit a home and run. There's a home and home and run. <laughs> Hole in one. There's witnesses that have seen it. Yeah. It's a legit. So now he's got to hire lawyers. So the country club themselves were putting that tournament on? Yes. So, th- I mean, they have to make it right. Yeah, give him the money then. I mean, now he's got to hire attorneys. So it's not the dealership's fault. Well, if the dealership, it may be the dealer. The dealership is usually, the, I thought it was the country club that usually procures the insurance policies. Sure, but a lot of those dealerships, they know how to do this deal. With it's the, like this. Yeah, with the giving away a car and the taxes and everything. Because what they'll do is, I think what we did at that radio station, sometimes people couldn't afford the taxes. Uh-huh. And so they wouldn't get, they would just say, I can't afford it. And so then that dealership just gets the vehicle back. So it's like it turns into a free promotion. But now them. this guy's got to fight. Like, what are the, you get a hole in one, you win a $53,000 truck, and now you got to fight it. Yeah. Right. It, it's not just a positive story of yes. hole in one. Ah. I can't believe that they put that out there thinking, like, well, nobody's, nobody's going to get it. it. Nobody's that's what they gonna, think. That's exactly what they thought. Because no the one's o- get it. Because the odds are so great. That's why those insurance policies exist. Because usually those hole in one holes are a way farther par three. It's a more difficult, it's not like 120 yards. Yes. It's a it's a difficult par three. So when you're saying insurance and policy, you mean something specific for that thing that you yes. buy yes. that says, hey, we're going to put this thing out there yes. and you're going to cover us. And if, then, it, if it happens, you're going to cover us. And that wasn't procured. I just yeah. wonder just if the guy, yeah, I wonder if before the guy hit the ball, if he said, boy, sure would be, be a, a nice day, day for my first hole in one. <laughs> and a big truck. <laughs> All right, it is the Courtney Show. We've got food court coming up next. It's 106.5 The Arch. Food Court. 106.5 The Arch. Food Court is brought to you by the Schnooks Rewards app. Reward yourself with every purchase. Download the Schnooks Rewards app today. I have a few things in Food Court, and then I'm going to teach you a little something. Ooh. Um, Reheat something? No, no. I'm not going to do anything about reheating. Waiting for that to the video series? Uh, Yes, yes. And then we'll get it sponsored so we can make some money off of it. Good idea. And I don't give this knowledge away free. It's sponsored by uh, sponsored by Reynolds Wrap, <laughs> <laughs> and you have to get the the nonstick Reynolds Wrap right. while cooking. I'm write that down. Um, all right, so I saw this uh, a couple new products that I thought were pretty good that I screenshot. But first, you know those Happy Meals toys that we were confused about. Mm-hmm. Was adult Happy Meal, and they had those like they had a couple of the of the uh, old McDonald's characters, and also. The the one character that wasn't a McDonald's character but part of this group. Yes. Well, people are trying to sell these Happy Meal toys on eBay for a lot of money. 
There's one seller that is asking for $25,000 for an unopened Happy Meal toy. And he also wants the winning bidder to cover the $610 in shipping fees. <laughs> Here's the problem with these people. There are also these Happy Meal toys on eBay going for $5. Yeah. yeah. Right. So there's, they made a big story about it. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. You can find anybody selling something for an absurd amount of money. Yes. Right. Yes. And I think that they were very, it was a big deal for them. I think they sold out at places, even though we scoffed at it because it's like, it's part of this we designer. We just didn't get it. Yeah. I looked Cactus, it all up. Yeah. I, I followed something. it down the rabbit hole and that designer was doing McDonald's clothes too, yes. like stuff. So it was like a real crossover. Yeah. The two. It, it wasn't just the nostalgia thing. It was, it had something to do with this cactus yes. flea market thing. Yeah, I think you're right. Am I making that up? No. no I feel like I'm right. putting a lot of things together. You nailed it. All right. Um, and then I saw this, and I don't know if this was out last year. It may have been. I don't pay that close to attention. Sugar Cookie Toast Crunch is now available mm. for the holidays. I don't know. I, don't I think it sounds that from cereal. Cereal. That tastes like sugar cookies. Sugar cookies, we yeah. We tried like the apple cinnamon one last year and it wasn't. It, it was wasn't? A, it was okay. Have you ever tried the churro one? I'm always intrigued by it. Yeah. But I feel I have this guilt about buying anything cinnamon that goes in our house. Oh, yeah. Because you going to sniff it out. It says it's naturally flavored, sweetened whole wheat and rice cereal. I mean, the description doesn't sound all that good. Mm-mm. There sounds it is. like healthy and stuff. Yes, it does, but it's sugar. It yeah. can't be. It's sugar cookie. I would definitely try that. And it looks like Wrap uh, Snacks has uh, a whole new look. You know that they're made in Missouri somewhere. There's a chip that. company, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they've got some new flavors, and they, they're only available at Sam's Club, so I know you're not going to get them, Brando. Nope. But I'm telling you. What's the one? That barbecuing with my... Uh, with my honey. Oh, yeah. yeah the but they changed. Who's the, the rapper on that one? They changed the artist so much. Oh, they do. Yes. But that barb, those potato chips, the barbecue and with my hum, my honey. They're really good. They're really good. Even the spicy barbecue honey ones are good. Well, they've got Nicki Minaj is gracing the cover of a bunch of them. So there's a sour cream ranch truffle potato chip. There's a barbecue, barbecuing with my honey truffle potato chip. Oh, we're throwing truffles in now. And salt and vinegar truffle. So look for them at your local Sam's Club. What a great idea. Those barbecuing with my honey. <laughs> I mean, telling, can you, I, I loved a minute that the pitch meeting for that. Like, all right, they're potato chips, but they have pictures of wrappers on them. And they're like, why? They are. I remember the first time I saw them years ago, it, I was like, what is this? And I bought a bag and I'm like, well, I'll tell you what it is. A good potato chip. <laughs> I remember thinking like I'm buying it like as it's, it's funny. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> and it was solid. Yeah. So, I mean, joke's on me. Uh, okay. So how and much. Now you love hip hop too. Yeah, uh, yeah it really got me. That was the gateway yeah, for me. That's true. Yeah, All right. I always listen to Nicki Minaj. How much walking. should you tip? All right. Um, I'm ordering takeout from a restaurant. Should I leave a tip? What do you think is the correct thing to leave? I don't You're know. ordering takeout. You go pick it up. I'm just telling you what the professionals are telling us like, to do. Nowadays, I just feel like I tip all the time. Yeah. What Pre- would post pandemic? I'm I've become a big tipper. Yeah. COVID has changed everything. All right. But what would you tip? You're getting takeout. 
Uh, I'd probably tip 20%. I don't think I, I don't tip 20% for takeout, but I, I think about 10%. And the experts say 10%. Um, I'm ordering delivery, delivery from a restaurant. So that makes sense. It makes sense to throw them something, but it is so different than taking care of your experience. No, I know. Yeah, you're right. But there is somebody that's putting all the stuff together for, for you. For sure. And they should get tipped, but yes. that is different than the person who's bringing you water every time you drink it. Okay. I'm ordering delivery from a restaurant. What should I tip the delivery person? I have no idea. No less than $5. Yeah, that's kind of where I am. Yeah. I give a little more depending on how hungry I am because I feel like the delivery person is going to get mine oh, to me faster. that's when you tip ahead. Yes. So they, they know. Yes. Like, hey, look what I'm giving you. Let's bring that order bring over here. Lady. Yes. And, it, and you can always... I don't know that they see those or not. We brought this up on the show before, and I oh. forgot what people told us. Some of the apps you can, some of them you can't. Yeah. But if it's super fast, too, I'll also get in there and throw that person. Throw a little more. Yeah. What if it's snowing or raining outside when getting delivery? Should it, should I tip more? I think so. Definitely. Yeah. They said it even occurred to me. If it's bad weather, absolutely tip more. Um, I buy a drink at the bar with my credit card. How much do I tip? They say always twenty percent. Mm-hmm. And they said, if you need another one, that bartender is usually going to come to you first or remember you the next time. Um, I always what, like to tip a little heavy on the first drink. The first one, you get them. That's how you the get them. Next em. drink's going to be a little stronger. Um, what if the food at the restaurant was bad, but the service was good? Yeah, you got a tip. Always twenty percent. Yeah, yeah, it's not their fault. No, I mean unless it's a really small restaurant and they're actually back there cooking too. <laughs> Say I am at. A fast casual place and they have an iPad at the register with option for a tip percentage. Do I tip? We've all been there. You're going up, you're ordering everything, and then there's that iPad thing where I do You're ordering it on the iPad, you're not even. No, no, no. You're in the the line and you're saying I want that, that, and that. You're at the bread co. God, oh, this is at the end of so you have interacted with that person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't love it, but you do. They say yes. If there's an option to tip, I tip, even if it's just a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Do I tip the barista at a coffee shop? I would for them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they say not necessarily twenty percent, but yes. Yeah, yeah. What if the restaurant says gratuity is included? Oh, well, then it's concluded. Go to a lot of places that say that. Yeah, it's true. I don't either. Yes. They say you do not need to tip extra. So if it says gratuity included, you're okay. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they said sometimes read the fine print. Is there fine print somewhere? <laughs> they said, if it, it, is it a service charge that goes to the restaurant or a gratuity that goes to the staff? Oh, right. So make sure you're aware. Or sometimes it'll be like, uh, you know, there's a gratuity charge of... 15% on there, and you're like, well, okay, I guess I gotta add 5%. Yes. Yeah. Which is even weird. I just don't get it. And if you have it, there was, be a, gratuitous. there was another thing in there. If you have a big group, should you tip more? They say yes. Yeah. Big groups, more work. If you're a pain in the butt, you know. Yes. Right, yeah. You should know, but mm-hmm. so many people are not oh. self aware. Anytime our whole family walks in, we're, we're a mess. You know they're back there fighting like, like uh, I don't want that table. Do you uh, want that table? Yeah. Alright, that is Food Court and it's brought to you by our friends at Schnooks and the Schnooks Rewards app. You can do it! I see dead people. Hello, Newman. Where's the beach? What you talking about, Throwback Live. Alright, you guys ready to go? Mm-hmm. Alright, here's who we're playing for. Tim, you've got Sue from Arnold. Yes. I have Mike from Shiloh, Brando, 
Dawn from Summerfield, Illinois. We have a pair of tickets for the winner to see Better Than Ezra this Saturday night at the pageant. Throwback Live is brought to you by Shane Company. Now you have a friend in the jewelry business, Shane Company and ShaneCo.com. Afton's here and she's smiling because Chris isn't. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Start that yay? No. I just want the record to show that because I started it. You know, he's going to listen and be like, you know. What's going on? I heard. She's so mean. Treasonous. You're not mean. It's not mean. You're sweet. Just the sweetest. Right. Exactly. Thank you. Misunderstood sweet. <laughs> yes. Misunderstood for sure. <laughs> but yeah, without uh, Chris today, we're going to still play Throwback Live. And, uh, <laughs> With or without him. Yeah, right. No snipes. <laughs> no, no snipes. Seat. Just us. Marty's going to play your throwback clips and you're going to ring in with these sounds. Courtney, Brando, and Tim. Question one. Name this backwards song title or artist. Tim. Roller coaster. Yes. Of love. Mm-mm. Are we, or no? That's a no? Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Love roller coaster. <laughs> yes. Ah, you're right. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. I didn't even know. I'm like, what? Is this right? Tim. I know. I felt but, bad. Yeah, it didn't feel good. That's for sure. If you want to take that point, you can good. have it. And if it wasn't two different artists that popularized that song, I would have just gone artist. Which yeah, I know. Is, uh, that's true. Red Hot Chili Peppers or the Orleans. No. Yeah, who did that song? Uh, Not the Missouri players. Ohio players. players. Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're mixing games. Right? I know, I know, I know. Illinois players is a, is a, is a really bad improv. <laughs> <laughs> Question they two. They get along with the Jesse White dancers. <laughs> Name the actor featured in this 1994 Excedrin commercial. I didn't think I'd ever stop using Tylenol. And I didn't, really. I still use it for aches and pains and stuff like that, but... Courtney. Brian Cranston? It is Brian Cranston. That's right. I stopped taking it. Yeah. Now we take it. a little Walter White in there. Yeah. yeah. I've been watching Diagnosis Murder a lot. Uh-huh. And he's on like two episodes. So oh, I really? know that version the of young version. his, his uh, voice. The Advil version. <laughs> Question three. Name the actor featured in this 1978 Preparation H commercial. You expect a hemorrhoid medicine to relieve pain and itch. But you get an extra therapeutic action with preparation. Courtney. I'm just guessing Brian Cranston again. <laughs> it is Brian Cranston. <laughs> no, <laughs> to inflame hemorrhoidal tissue with oxygen That's action. the last person I was thinking That's of. That's a win. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Brian Cranston. That doesn't even sound like him. Team effort. Yeah, Tim gets the assist on that for sure. And congratulations <laughs> to Mike from Shiloh. Hey, Mike. Hey. We have a pair of tickets job. this Saturday night. You're going to see Better Than Ezra at the pageant. So congrats. Hold on. We'll get all your info, and we'll play again tomorrow on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. What to do with the big ragoo coming up at 9. If you're looking for something fun to do this weekend with the gorgeous weather, we're going to have uh, maybe the last great weather of oh, the wow. year yeah. until next year. And if you're involved with something this weekend that you want to make sure I didn't miss, feel free to text us and I'll add it in the report. 314-669-4665. Yeah, I think on Sunday it's going to be like 80? warm as it is in here right now. I know. It is <laughs> It is really bad right now. I messed with it. I know to not touch the thermostat, so I apologize. Um, this is my favorite text thus far this morning. I think it's from Paula. I, I, I just copied. I just copied it and pasted it, but we were talking about that when you're growing up, like a lot of kids don't like Mexican food. 
And now you have a young, your youngest, Augie, is now just starting to like tacos. Yeah, we had to trick him into it because I made tacos when we were in Montana and I called them Montana tacos. And now he's like, I don't like your tacos, but I like the Montana tacos. <laughs> oh, so really? Like, I made Montana tacos. Because everything in it, it's the same thing. Yeah. It, it, you didn't know. Yes. Don't but I mean, it. everything in a taco is stuff that they like. Right. It's fun stuff. Yeah. Um, but Paula said, never had tacos growing up in the 70s or 80s. She said, I went on a first date with my now hubby to a Mexican restaurant and ordered a ham and cheese. Still get made fun of this day <laughs> to this day. But now Mexican is one of my favorites. Ham and story. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy going out with her again, like her husband, after she ordered a ham yeah. and cheese what? sandwich. stuck out though. Like I bet he was... <laughs> Very amused. I'm, I can't believe they had a ham and cheese. It was on the a jamon, jamon and cheese. What ham, I think, is jamon. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I think it is. I don't know my Spanish. I don't either, but I've been to a lot of Mexican resorts, and they always have jamon <laughs> all the time. All right. So the question of the day today: This could be a little bizarre, but yesterday we played that great audio from that husband, which I tried to find his TikTok account for Nick to watch it of him talking about all the things he's had to. His best of things he's had to apologize to his wife for. <laughs> All right. So some of them were like breathing too hard, facing her direction in bed. Standing in the way in the kitchen. In the kitchen. So I know that one. Not unlocking the door in a half a second. So she pulled on the handle 400 times. <laughs> um, asking uh, who the what the friend's name was of a daughter. Like... Now, who's that friend of yours? Um, so I thought it'd be fun, like, the dumb thing that you've had to apologize for recently. Oh, boy. Like, the thing that somebody got overly angry about. Like, he's denting, denting pillows on the couch. <laughs> yeah, because he sits in the same sits spot. Sits in the same spot. <laughs> so the dumb thing you've had to recently apologize for. Do you, do you have something? No, to- it reminds me. Do you remember that? I think we showed it. We talked about it on here. There's a, uh, a video. It's from a ring cam. And this guy's like, uh, watch my pregnant wife yell at me for something a fly did. And they're walking up and they ring the doorbell and they're waiting. And then like a, a bug gets on her and she goes, oh, 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 Brad, 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 come on. Yeah, he had nothing to do with it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, she's also pregnant, but it's his fault for everything. But it could be uh, the, your husband or your wife. Something you've had to apologize. The <laughs> dumbest thing you've had to apologize for recently. You can text us your stories at 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. Just got the phone with Guy Phillips. What did he want? Just want to tell me that we are doing a great job. <laughs> oh, is that did, all he said? He didn't no, say that anything. Is, he, that's amazing. That's what I got. He didn't say anything about the show. Per se. About our show. No. Um, he <laughs> wanted me to, I asked him if he wanted me to tell uh, St. Louis anything for him, and he said, Howdy. Oh. Ah. It was his son, Jeff, his youngest child, son Jeff's uh, 32nd birthday yesterday. Holy moly. Yeah, I saw the picture. They I can't believe he's 32. Yeah, they went to Top Golf. But he's got all, he has all the family in town now, even his daughter Dana with the two children. The only one not in town. Um, between Kim and Guy and their kids is Lee, who just got married. She's the only one. They're all back wow. back here in well, St. Louis. Cool um, all right, let's talk. I thought you guys would enjoy this. The most paused scenes in cinema history. Oh, uh-oh. I'm I sure they're all naughty. All, they're yeah. all naughty. No, no. Some of them are like Easter eggs. 
Easter eggs for the nerds, I like to call them. But it's something from like Pulp Fiction where you can almost see what was in the briefcase. No? Nope, nothing for Pulp. I'm going to give you some hints. Okay. One is really naughty. And it's one of the most famous. Is it Blame It on Rio? <laughs> it's not Blame It on Rio. Because we've talked about that before. And it's not Phoebe Cates. Mm. Ah, okay. Coming those, out of the those pool. Those are my two guesses. No, it is... Um, an interrogation scene. Oh, basic instinct. Oh, basic, instinct. basic instinct. Not that I would have ever watched. Sharon Stone. I've never seen it. Um, okay, one is there's a there's a few Star Wars. I was ones. gonna say Showgirls for Brando, but I feel like you don't need to pause that. Like it just keep, <laughs> no, it keeps coming, coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> keeps coming, whether right. you like it or not. All right, so uh, one is Star Wars. Like, uh, Darth Vader takes his helmet off. No, no. uh-uh. They're all. Easter egg kind of thing. So it's not an old Star Wars. It's one of the. This ones. one's uh, 1977, A New Hope. Star Wars, A New Hope. What does that mean? The it's the first, first one. First one, yeah. Okay. When Luke. It's a blooper. Oh, and the stormtrooper hits his head. That's it. Yeah. That's number 10. That's, That's a kind of a recent most. thing. I don't think people caught that as much back in now the day. Now that we have the internet. Yeah. Yes. Explain what happens. It's like in the background. Yeah, there's like a stormtrooper walking out, and you know they have those doors that go up and down, and there's a door. It's a little low, and he bang, and he bangs his head. (laughs) Uh, Number nine is 1998, and it's a comedy by the Farrelly Brothers. Something Uh, about Mary. Yes. Something about Mary. It's a bathroom scene. Oh, with the magazine? No. I hope not. Hair? The zipper. Oh, yes. They got the, <laughs> got the beans before the Franks. Yes. <laughs> 1999 Star Wars The Phantom Menace. What were they pausing All right. in that? So, Steven Spielberg has included a lot of Star Wars references in his films. Um, in E.T., when the little alien follows a child dressed as Yoda on Halloween, yeah. thinking he will take him home. Oh, it's when E.T. shows up in yes. the. Galactic oh, in the big scene. Yes. There's yes. A, a bunch of ETs there. They say whether it's actually ET or just three of his friends remains unknown. But yeah, they look ET ish. Okay. Species. Um, next, number seven is an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, is it the alien one? Uh huh. they're under the. It's signs. Signs. When like, they, they look under the door? Or? No, it's when they capture. Uh, the alien sighting at a children's birthday party. It's on the television. Yes. Lot. That's the seventh most paused scene in movie really? history. Huh. Number six. How do they know? How? Yeah. How in God's name do they have any idea? I mean, do they have that kind? Because are they I wonder, checking that? I don't know. If 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 you did it, if you told me the most paused scenes on Netflix, I would believe. Yes. Because I bet mm-hmm. they could. They can pull that. that I mean, they put the, they ranked these. Yeah. I just I just looked at a text and said, airplane, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> She's right. Um, this one's from Iron Man 2. And it's it's n- the Nick Fury scene. So this map, I guess there's a scene where Nick Fury meets up with Tony Stark. And there's an activity map that can be seen in the background highlighting key areas in the Marvel Universe. And the map highlights... Tony's Malibu home, New Mexico, a uh, reference to Thor, 
Greenland, where Captain America was frozen, and Wakanda, eight years before the oh, release of really? Black Panther. Oh, that's that's cool. clever. So I guess maybe now, if you... People are going back and yeah. going, look at this. Mm-hmm. It was right there in front of us. Mm, let's see what else. Oh, number four, Fight Club. And it's because throughout the movie, yeah. you get glimpses. I remember hearing this afterwards. You get glimpses of Brad Pitt. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, like I didn't the know hospital that. scene, I remember specifically. Because no they, way. And it, at one point in the movie, he works at a movie theater and they talk about how he spliced in adult pictures within regular old movies. Like uh-huh. he was doing things to, to, to pop it into the movies where Without he worked people at the knowing. theater. And so it's sort of a reference to that. Oh, that's interesting. And he just pops up. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Never noticed that. Um, and number two, some of these are kind of boring. Um, number two, Boogie Nights. Oh, yeah, when he's getting psyched up. Yes, when he's changing in front of the mirror. Mm. The prosthetic ween. Yes. You know the story about that? Yes, I've heard it. Somebody has it on their mantle, don't they, too? Well, it was based on a, a cast of a real ween. Yeah. And then when they put it all together, they were like, that looks too big. And so they shortened it. So the real one is apparently... And it's bigger than what's in the movie. Oh, really? That's a shortened version of the prosthetic that they took. Or whatever, the cast, not prosthetic. Yeah. Of the real one, the model. Thanks for the info. Somebody, you might want to know. Somebody texted three men and a baby ghost. Oh, that's oh, a yeah. great That one. is a good one because that was a big urban legend for a long time. That should have been on that list. Yeah. yeah. There's the Wizard of Oz thing, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is the Wizard of Oz? Somebody hangs himself. Yeah, yes. exactly. In yes. the background or something. Yeah. That one's, I've paused that trying to find that, too. They didn't do a good job. Of <laughs> well, then it throws off, throws it off because you're listening to Pink Floyd simultaneously. Right, yeah. true. Yeah, you're like, what's this? Yeah. What to do with this? All right, uh, coming up, we've got Quartz Court. It is the Courtney Show on the Arch. The Courtney Show. It's time for Court. Court as in session. Quartz Court brought to you by T.R. Hughes. Want twenty five thousand dollars off a move in ready home? Visit trhughes.com. We would love your dilemmas. That you're going through, mm-hmm. and we will rule on those dilemmas. A lot of them are like, am I the jerk? And we will then decide who the jerk in said story is. Even if it's a silly argument yeah. or, or an argument in your office, yes. something that somebody's doing in the office mm-hmm. that's bothering you or at your job or Could something. Could be anything. You can be anonymous about it, and we'll... we'll we protect, will weigh in. We'll protect the innocent. Yes. You can text us uh, those things or email any of us through the Arch app. We have a, there's a place you can go to send us an email, but any of your own dilemmas we would love to discuss on Quartz Court. Mm-hmm. All right. Our first Quartz Court item. After eight years of knowing each other's phone passwords, I just changed mine to something my wife doesn't know. I did it because she was snooping through it and got mad about a text I sent to a coworker she took out of context. Mm-hmm. Since she didn't know the backstory, trust me, I have nothing to hide. She got her feelings hurt. I don't like the snooping anyway. And my feeling is that it causes unnecessary drama that I don't need. Mm-hmm. She thinks changing it was a jerk move and I have something to hide. Is she right? I know all of Nick's passwords, but like I don't remember them. Right. 
But if yeah. I asked him for them, he'd give them to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alex knows all of mine stuff. That like she can get it on my phone, which pretty much yeah, gonna get you access gets to you anything. Yeah, but it's, it does bug me that if I didn't she'll know do that it, too. She'll snoop through all my texts. Oh, you yeah. Because she'll be able, like want to see something on my phone, and then she just sits there and holds my phone and starts going through stuff. Like, what? 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 What are you doing? Oh. oh, and see, like I send, I told Chris uh, Convy a couple weeks ago. I'm like, I was gonna send you a picture of a song that came on the radio, but I didn't because if you were to look at the text I send him, it looks like I'm in love with him. <laughs> all love songs. Yes, and it's just, I know he'll love this one. Thinking of you. Yes. Yes. Here's the fly. So I, I, he goes, no, you gotta send him to me. So I go, it looks creepy though. It's not ready to get a hold of your technology, your phone. You gotta, you gotta just mix in some what's up, bro. I don't you need look Nikki. stupid today. I don't need Nikki after me. Oh yeah. That's why she comes in so often. Just to, just to keep just an to eye. Test out yeah. the chemistry. See what's going on in here? Uh, um, I don't know. This is a, this is a tricky situation. It is. I don't I, think he should change his password. I I mean, I, she just does. He thinks the drama. I think her. The problem is she's snooping. Right. Yeah. I, I, it's a it's it's a lot of things. I think. Um, I think you're. It's fine if your people have your passwords. Emma can get into my phone and all that. But if she was just like cruising my texts, I would be like. What are you doing? It's but just, would you change your password though? Or no? Yeah, that no. password. Like, I'm uh-uh. like, fine. If you want to look through it, fine. You're just gonna go through my text with my friends and see a lot of nudity. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and very inappropriate jokes. I just don't have the time or or care. Like yeah. you know in your gut if something's wrong. I think most of the time if there's something going on. I yeah, maybe I I'm just clueless and too tired. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's like, phone. Whatever. Yeah. It's just just me and the cats. We're fine. So I, I think he's wrong to change. His I think password, he's wrong for yeah. changing his password. He should not have just been cruising his text. Messages. I feel like the password change is a big red flag. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I agree. I know you're saying I don't want to deal with the unnecessary drama because she's reading texts as, uh, you know, not knowing the backstory. Tell her the backstory. I think yeah, right. The, the move yeah. is just to keep changing the password on your phone, and then when she asks for it, be like, "Oh, it's this." But then eventually she'll be like, "Oh, it's just no fun to snoop." Because then she's always got to ask, "What's your new password?" And it's enough of a pain in the butt where she'll stop. Yeah, maybe. I say just <laughs> don't you're, address it. Yeah, he should not have changed. That's yeah. Just be like, "Hey, here's what this is." Yes. Yeah, I agree. All right, next uh, court's court dilemma. Now this is a this is a weird one. They want to know if they're the jerk for this. So this guy's mom has this thing where she's always made all three kids buy her a present on their birthdays to acknowledge what she went through to give us life. Really? Yes. He's, this person says, I have one older sibling and I am a twin. When we were young, it was a drawing or something simple that we could make for her. And and that's kind of cute. But as we've gotten older and have jobs, she's now expecting presents that cost more and more money. This year, for my birthday, my twin and I were going to go give each other AirPods. Then my twin comes to me and says, Mom wants AirPods too. And my twin said she can't afford getting them for both of us. I said it wasn't cool. This whole thing is getting stupid. I said we should cut Mom out this year and only exchange birthday presents between the two people who are actually having birthdays. My t- my twin doesn't want to tick mom off. 
and I and refuse. I vented to my dad, but then he got upset when I mentioned it. Now everyone in the family is mad at me, and I'm the one who looks like a jerk because I don't want to give my mom a present on my birthday. This is this is he's trying to stop things. Yeah, this is bad. I just feel bad for that dad. What kind of a life does he have? Yeah, that, exactly. Oh, man. He, he, man, he's in a situation where he's like path of least resistance. I'll make life more difficult on my kids because I don't want to have to put up yeah. with my wife. Kids and, just run, and that is bad. This mother is a is a narcissist. Yeah, that is a bad bad thing. She's it is doing. bad. She thinks she's teaching them a lesson, but in fact, she's just wants. She wants all the attention for everything, even their birthdays. Yeah, I mean, if anything, just make it okay for them to do a drawing. How wonderful would that be just for the rest of your life? You get, uh, yeah, somebody's 40 years old. On on their birthday, they always draw you a picture. I would love that. And you know what? Yeah, change it up. Be like, you know what? We're going to make you something every year. Yeah. And also, if you want it to be about you, do what I did. Have the kid right next to your birthday. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> then you just make it all about you. Yeah. It wasn't easy. Man, that's a time it out. It off. That's an ugly, ugly family dynamic I right know, there. It freaks me out. All right, that's Courts Court. If you have <laughs> any kind of dilemma going on in your life, please text us. We would love to weigh in and we will keep you anonymous. 314-669-4665. The Hollywood. Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. The perfect place to host your holiday party or fundraiser and bringing in national touring comedians each week. Well, when Post Malone was here last month, he fell into that trap door on stage and injured his ribs pretty bad. Missed some shows because of it. Well, his stage setup got him again on Tuesday night. It was during a show in Atlanta. Did not fall into the, the hole. But he rolled his ankle uh, at some point in the stage. Uh, on the stage, he hobbled over to the microphone and then said, "Tell you what, there's little holes in the middle of the stage where fire comes out of, which is pretty rad. But I just twisted up my ankle a little bit uh, over on that hole over there. So if my <laughs> dance moves aren't a hundred percent, you gotta forgive Man, this, me tonight. This stage, guy. right? This, this, this doesn't this happen a, new a stage. lot. No, what is going on? Someone designed this poorly." <laughs> Or maybe he's maybe he's kind of like you, where he kind of shuffles his feet a little. And well, you're really kicking some stuff up. I mean, you're moving but when he, you're on stage. You survey oh, your me area. Personally, yes, yeah. I've had some accidents, but I also like the stakes are only so hot. Like as long as I don't fall off that stage, I'm all right. Things there aren't trap doors and stuff. That's true. It's and a you, that's man. That was oh, I hate that video of him falling here. Oh, he slammed. Well, this mm-hmm. must not be much better. So he's got a show tomorrow night in Dallas. He hasn't canceled or anything, so he's probably going to be fine. But, you know, still, it's just kind of a funny thing. Like, what's going on? Angela Lansbury went to a hanky-panky club back in the 80s. We know because John Waters was there and he saw her. But he said it wasn't uncommon to see celebs there because, quote, everybody went. She wasn't doing anything. So according to him, it's like, look, it was just a place to go. But things were happening. He tells all sorts of stories. Uh, this came up in his book, so it's not new new information, but it was in his book, his 2019 book called Mr. Know-It-All, The Tarnished Wisdom of a Filth Elder. So that's where it came up. And Angela Lansbury going to hanky-panky clubs. Yeah, I think it was a thing back in the day. He tells some interesting stories. Uh, he's an interesting guy. Quotes I can't say here. Anna Ferris says Ghostbusters director Ivan Reitman slapped her on the butt during the making of the 2006 movie My Super Ex-Girlfriend. 
She said, quote, I was doing a scene where I was on a ladder and I was supposed to be taking books off of a shelf and he slapped my butt in front of the crew so hard. She said she didn't know what to do. This is, you know, 2006. She's just a kid. Exactly. And so she just kind of laughed it off. And it's Anna Ferris. I always say it wrong. I know. Whatever I pick, I always pick the wrong. Or if I say Anna, then I'm like, is that right? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll get it right next time. And then I <laughs> I don't care. Speaking of 2006, Drake opened up for Ice Cube back in 2006. And guess what he got paid? So he opened up for Ice Cube. It's Drake. But it's 2006. Where do you know the venue? I was in Canada. I mean, if it's a club, that is so hard. I mean, I bet it's going to be low, and that's why we're talking about five hundred sure. bucks. Five hundred bucks—that's a good guess. I mean, I—you would think five thousand. Five thousand is a little higher. One hundred dollars. <laughs> so he just shared a picture of, I guess, the poster, and he just under it, he just put. Quote, this is for anybody getting $100 a show right now. Keep going. So he's outed what he was getting paid. Well, yeah, he's, getting, he's getting in front. He's getting eyes on him. Yeah. As a new artist. That's cool. But yeah, 100 But he bucks. had to be known then. When did he start doing all the... Well, he was on There's that... a lot of comics yeah. in St. Louis right now going, do you know what I'd do for 100 bucks a show? <laughs> <laughs> he was on that Decra- yes. Degrassi show. Though, yeah. So oh, yeah. he had to be what, somebody. Right. What year was that? And he was in Canada. I don't know what year And typically those, those things... Uh, your labels paying your tour support for you to go because even then he was in the game. So it, it, those th- like money just changes hands for the heck of it. Mm-hmm. Hundred bucks. The Mask Singer. Spoiler: If you didn't see it last night, stop listening for a second. Maze was unmasked last night. I'm assuming it's big corn, corn, yeah, something. Mm-hmm. It was despite the guess, you know, because the guesses are always wonderful. What were the guesses last night? The guesses night? were Jack White, <laughs> Nathan Lane. Or Bowen Yang. I could see Bowen Yang doing it. Yeah, I could. That, that one I could see more. Nathan Lane actually doing it too. Maybe. I feel like he'd be the first one out though. Jack He's White. He's one of those like, I'll go, but I'm, I'm one only going to be on one episode. Exactly. Jack White though. I, Jack you said White. Mace. I thought you were telling us that Mace, like from Puff Daddy and Mace, <laughs> was the, on the mess. That would make sense if it was him inside. I would love it. Then you'd be it? like a joke. It was Mario Cantone. From oh, Sex, from Sex in the, in the City. City. Plays Anthony. Liam and Noel Gallagher still hate each other. Liam can't use any Oasis songs in his upcoming concert documentary because Noel won't let him. Liam called Noel, quote, an angry squirt and a horrible little man. (laughs) They are never going to not hate each other. Didn't they for a while make amends? They try. It's off and on. Can they have enough money to not be Oasis? They're not good. I don't think they're good enough to be as jerky as they are. But people I at first, don't think anybody is. When they came out, I was like, they have the potential to have greatness. But now, all this, it doesn't even matter. And, yeah. and is it wrong to say, if they got back together and did a full-on Oasis tour, there's a segment of the population out there that would go bonkers. Like, they're, they would make big Abs- money. Absolutely. Worldwide. There are Absol- people that absolutely. loved Oasis. Absolutely. And it's not like they're interacting. It's not like they're they're any you know, and that's part of the problem. Sometimes is a huge fight, split up, yeah, and then you know. But I just I wonder, like, do they have enough money to just not be Oasis anymore? Yeah, I mean, I you know, think about how often Wonderwall gets paid, played. I guess. 
A bunch of horror movie memorabilia is hitting the auction block next month. You can buy one of Jason's masks from Friday the 13th. Now, keep in mind, it's from Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. So, I mean, it was in a movie, but it was in a really bad one. Freddy Krueger's outfit and gloves from the movie Freddy vs. Jason. These are all These newer. are bad. Yeah, they're not the old school ones. This one is an old one, The Omen. You can get the slate that they used in uh, the making of the omen. So, you know, the you know take two. Oh, that that's kind of cool. Which is cool. Omen is a scary, scary movie. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, then watch Damien. Are, is it, oh, are they yeah. connected? Well, I mean, it's the child. Oh, it's so and In military school, then. And he's an evil little British man. Is, he, is, is that the, it's all for you, Damien? Yes, yes. Okay, that's I've the, seen that's that. the first one. I, okay. Where I've the, seen parts the nanny. of that one. Yes. Yes. At that the birthday party. Yes. Lots of crows. Yeah. Mm. Crows. Don't trust them crows. Uh, the Pinhead Life Cast from Hellraiser. So that's an older one, too. So it's it just looks like a, it's his head, basically. But it's all makeuped up and everything. It looks great. The a not quite evil yet Chucky doll from Child's Play Two. So from Child's Play Two, it's not evil Chucky. It's like the one Before. when he's still, you know, in the in the box. Oh, happy. he's cute. What's his name? What's the little toy's name? Mm. It's not Chucky. No, no, it's not. He's uh, because that's the guy. That's yes. the person's name. Yeah, it's um, like Helper Man or something. Yes, yes. <laughs> good, okay, go good, ahead. I'll good look it up. Boy. Good boy. Something good, good boy. A good boy or a good. It's something like that. Uh, or a gremlin puppet from Gremlins to the new batch. Gremlins. 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 The, a good guy doll. Good guy. Good guy. You think Anna Ferris had one of those? That's a good uh, trivia question right there. It is. Uh, key, Anna. Hugh, I can't remember say this guy's name. The, the, kid, the guy that played uh, short round. K. Hugh Kwan. Oh, K. Yeah. Hugh Kwan. Okay, I got it. Uh, anyway, he said reuniting with Harrison Ford was pretty amazing. We saw pictures of it whenever it happened at that D23 event. He said he knew Harrison Ford was going to be there because they were both there promoting two different things. Harrison Ford was promoting the next Indiana Jones movie. And then he's in, I think we mentioned at the time. I can't remember what it is. but Everything, some, everywhere, all at once. Is that, that it? He's, he's in got a couple of series, things. Yeah, things yeah. But, so he knew he was going to be there. Knew Harrison was going to be there. So he's kind of keep an eye out for him. And he saw him and he started walking over to him. And he was worried because he's like, is Harrison Ford going to remember me? Because yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm old now. I'm yeah. big. And he said as he got closer, he turned and Harrison Ford looked at him like angrily and pointed at him. And he was like, oh, no. What is he going to do? Like, get out of here. He said, are you short round? <laughs> <laughs> he said, cool. yes, Indy. And then they, he said, come here. And they gave him, gave him a big hug. But oh, I love that's that great. he immediately called him short round. And he was like, yes, Indy. They were like, they were the characters again. Oh, that's great. <laughs> they need to put him in this new Indiana Jones they're working yeah, on. Not? He's fantastic. Yeah, he's back He's back doing things now, yeah, too. You can even really make him like good. a bad guy or something. Oh, that's a great idea. What a good idea. twist that would be. would be like, you're short round. Hang on, like, I yeah, make a phone call. I'm mad about, you know, the stuff you did to me back in the day, Andy. We just got a text from somebody from 618, and they said that they unmasked two celebrities last night. I don't... I don't. Oh, really? Didn't have that in our stuff. They also had... Warning. Spoilers. They unmasked the mermaid, which was Gloria Gaynor. Nuh-uh. Oh, yes. That's a good get. Mm-hmm. How did they... Don't you, ha- is, don't you get kicked off because you're not good? They have three, it's like three new celebrities each week. They've changed the format. Oh, gotcha. Because it's always, we're like, how do you, they are not there. Gloria Gaynor off so early. It's more like American Idol style or like at the beginning where it's, it's, 
everybody's singing and who are, you, you have one winner that advances to finals as opposed to one person getting kicked off, one person advances. So how do you get kicked off? I think it is. I, it's I don't like know. three celebrities. But don't. is it judges or is it people voting? People, people, people voting. voting. On just like whether they like them or not. It's yes. that simple. That's yeah. always confused because they'll be like these really good singers. We're like, how do they get kicked off? That's a good, right. it's a good singer. Justin Timberlake posted a tribute to Jessica Biel for their 10th anniversary. You can see that on the blog today. On TV Not tonight. Not buying it, Justin. You don't think that's a real relationship? <laughs> I just, no, no, I think it's a real I just think he's he's not my favorite. Not your guy? A little slimy. On TV tonight, you got Thursday Night Football, 6 o'clock on Amazon. Arizona Cardinals taking on the Saints. And- a lot of people have said those Thursday Night Football games are terrible. Not Amazon's broadcast, broadcast but... Bad. The idea games. is that these teams don't have enough time to prepare, and that they're just kind of mail it in on these Thursday night. I mean, that's yeah. what people well, yeah, say because they don't have a lot of time. That's right. A good point. Yeah. Also, you got the season premiere of Inside Amy Schumer tonight on Paramount Plus. I'm Brando, your Hollywood outsider. The Courtney Show. Congratulations to Dana Cage, first time winner here on the Arch. She picked up four passes to the Magic House. They have a lot of fun stuff happening for Halloween, and um, we'll have another four pack to give away tomorrow morning on the show. So I. I texted Nick today because I know I get angry at Nick for things that he is not responsible for. Mm. And I couldn't think of anything because I'm getting mad at him. You would think he would remember. And I said, what was something I got mad at you about that wasn't your fault? Because that's our question of the day today. What did you have to apologize for? Or what did you get in trouble for? That was clearly not your fault. He said, how about your dumb dreams where you were visibly mad at me in the morning (laughs) and I'm sitting there... (laughs) Like, what else could be less my fault than a dream? <laughs> and he said, just about everything else, though, is actually my fault. True story. <laughs> I feel like I get in trouble for things that the kids have done. You know, like the kids come in and throw their shoes everywhere. And then I feel like that somehow I get I get blamed for if that. If you're in like, the line of fire when something happens... You will be blamed. Yeah, like I'll have one pair of shoes somewhere near the pile, and somehow that whole thing is my fault. Like, well, that's a, never didn't do that. So these are some of the texts we've gotten so far. If you guys want to text us, 314-669-4665, things that you had to, that you got in trouble for that obviously weren't your fault. Um, this is similar to mine. My friend got in trouble because she dreamt her husband had an affair, and then she was mad at him the next day, and he couldn't figure it out. And he's like, you can't be mad at me for something your brain made up. And I'm not saying sorry for something like that. (laughs) Um, My wife got mad slash jealous when her friend got a Mother's Day card. And she said, wow, I'm glad your husband cares about you. I had given her a card and a whole basket of gifts earlier that morning, but she forgot. She apologized later. And then this one's a good one. We were at Beast Barbecue this weekend. Tables are set pretty close to each other. And a family next to us, the dad's glass of beer, slips out of his hand. Beer somehow spills mostly onto our table and the floor by my feet. His wife gets up to let a worker know we need a mop. While she's away, my from the table, my mother-in-law kept throwing napkins on the floor on the spill. Now it's a real mess with soggy napkins. His wife comes back and starts on the husband about him putting napkins on the floor because now they have to pick up soggy napkins. His wife kept going on and on to him about these napkins and he just sat there torn between snitching on my mother-in-law or interrupting his wife scolding him about something that was 
clearly not his fault. Oh, that's great. Poor guy. So uh, that is the question of the day. What's something you had to apologize for that was clearly not your fault? You're just in the you're in the line of fire. 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. Brandos, Randos. Brandos, Randos. And away we go. Thursday, right? Thursday? It is, and I need to give you something um, by the end of your randos to play. Oh, okay. Off of your computer? No, I'm going to have to give it to you, and we'll have to stall. Oh, okay. Okay. Here we go. Bunch of random stories for you on this Thursday morning. A new study claims to prove that all dogs can recognize ineptitude in humans. This is really interesting to me. So they ran a series of experiments where humans would try to open up containers. And they measured, like, how the dogs reacted. So some of the containers were empty. Some of them had food inside. And then some humans were told to struggle with the containers while others were like, no, and you can open yours easily. They were all easy to open, but they would pretend that they couldn't open it. They found that dogs tended to focus on the humans who were able to quickly open the container. They learned, oh, that guy figures knows how to open up this container. But that didn't, information didn't affect the future behavior of boy dogs, but girl dogs were different. So female dogs seemed to judge those who were incompetent. So they what? would so and make they would, them apologize, even though it wasn't their fault. <laughs> <laughs> so like both dogs would say, I want to go to that guy with the treat thing because he's able to open it. But when they would walk away from the experiment, essentially, the female dogs would be like, I don't like that guy. He can't open up anything. They would hold a grudge. They would hold a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the male so dogs maybe, would. Maybe the girl, the female dogs, like that's who becomes the pack leader. Maybe. And the, the ones boi- that. And the boys are just dumb. They're just like, I, I like that guy now. You know. No, they just they just move on. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) That is, uh, that doesn't surprise me at all. It's just weird that it's this gender line for dogs. Scientists say they finally figured out why you're a mosquito magnet. We've been talking about this for years. I thought this was settled. I thought it's it was, not settled. I thought it had something to do with your, your sweat, the people that have a higher body temperature and blood type and stuff. But these new this new research out of Rockefeller University in New York, they think they found the answer. They say it's your body odor, and it's not like Bo. that body odor that we can smell. Oh, it's like your is it like pheromones? Kind of. So they had people wear nylon stockings on their arms for six hours and then just let, let their their musk, their scent transfer to the material. And then they took those those uh, nylon stockings off, set them in little piles and then threw mosquitoes at them and said, well, which one do you like? And then the mosquitoes tended to go to one type of, of uh, the, the nylons that had the scent okay. in it. So they were able to like test that and figure out, well, what's different what's about high, these? What is a high concentration of something in these nylons? Exactly. They said some were a hundred times more attractive to them than others. They call they had one thing in common. The oil that's in a person's skin had more of something called carboxylic, car, I'm sorry, carboxylic acid. Uh, yeah, carboxylic acid. They say it's an acid that helps keep your skin moisturized and protected. Some people just produce more of it for whatever reason. They say humans can't smell it, but mosquitoes can. So is it safe to say somebody that has 
dry skin, or that that's a, a battle for them. Might no, I don't know. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I have really. Because my sister, they don't bother her as much. She's drier than I am. See, I have really dry skin, and I get hammered by mosquitoes. So I don't I don't think that that's. It's it wild it's, how different it is person to person. Yeah. Oh, I, Amelia and I just get hammered. I always say, I'm like, if you don't want to get bit by mosquitoes when you're outside, just stand by me and you'll be fine. Like, because they'll all be on me. Yeah. And oh, and they won't they touch will, you yeah. at all. Uh, but the study found that changing your diet or showering doesn't make any sort of difference. They say if mosquitoes love you, they're just you're just stuck with it. There's nothing you can do other than just the regular repellents. But the hope is now the study will lead to new types of bug repellents that kind of mask whatever that that high, heart. Oh yeah, now that they have acid. information. Exactly. A neighborhood in Texas is dealing with a vigilante late night tree trimmer. They're calling him Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> so in the middle of the night, this guy is going around trimming trees in the neighborhood, shrubs, things like that. They've got video of him on ring cameras. You can't do this stuff. Everybody's got the cameras. Although I would, wouldn't mind him swinging by my house because I apparently have to cut back this crepe myrtle, and I don't know how to do it. Oh, you, you really? know, some of these things have to be cut back in the winter. Oh, oh yeah. really? In order for them to flourish. Well, yeah. I, it doesn't go into the, like, if he does a good job or not, but no, I have a doesn't. feeling that some people don't like what he's doing. You know, oh, like, yeah. maybe he's being a little it, silly it, with it. It's invasive. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, they just want him to stop doing it. They said overnight he'll hit, like, dozens of trees on three different streets. The one one neighbor said, quote, sometimes he'll just do a little bit. Then in other people's trees, he'll take massive gobs. Is there something off about him? This is bizarre. So. I think so. They, you know, they, they've seen the video. Before you join the show, my sister has this, has this neighbor, and man, they got into it. Because he hired a tree trimming company to cut half of their tree, like cut it in half, where it was going... Your sister's tree. Yes. But basically and, said, extend the property line through the air yes. and chop that thing. Yes. And just, oh, and Dina's not a great angry fighter. She says nonsense things. Yeah. <laughs> and so she, there was a, a fight outside. Something and, like, you're the hero of the day. Yes. Yeah, right. Very similar. And do you, what, what, is their issue the uh, the sun cover, the leaves? What This guy cut down every tree in his yard. And the problem is there it's a very wooded property where they live. It's a mature area. So there's trees everywhere yeah. in this. You moved to the wrong place, man. Yeah. Get out of there. She told him his yard looked like Chernobyl. <laughs> I believe is what she said. That's like really that. good. <laughs> Let's make her angry more often. <laughs> All right. Those are your randos. Yes, I'm, I'm randoed out. Okay. Um, our uh, Soft October song. This just this one just makes me feel good every time I hear it. It was their biggest hit in 1987. Number one, it spent two weeks on uh, being number one on the Billboard Hot 100 list. And again, their biggest hit. It is Atlantic Star with Always. It's The Courtney Show on The Arch. The Courtney Show. If your weekend plans sound lame to you, find out what to do. What to do with the big ragu, also known as the weekend wasa. <laughs> it's the segment our boss calls good, but a little too long. <laughs> he did say that. I was with you. <laughs> he used hand motions to describe shortening it up a bit. But he liked it, and he loves the music. 
Oh, well. Get a, get a nod there. Yep. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, the first seven seconds are always real strong. Well, you go all the way to the next week, and then it trails off a little on a Tuesday. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's good, but it's a little long. <laughs> Every weekend, so much going on in town. It's hard to keep track of all of it, but don't worry. That's what I'm here for. I'll tell you what's going on this next week. Uh, we'll start it out with some comedy tonight through Sunday. Uh, Funny Bone Westport has Josh, sorry, Josh Adam Myers. Funny Bone St. Charles has Larry Reeb. Uh, Helium has Heather McMahon. Uh, and at the Fox, uh, you can catch Town, which I saw last week. That is here through the weekend, and then it's over. They move on to something else. Uh, also, tonight at the pageant, this show nearly sold out. Marcus King. Are you guys familiar with Marcus King? Nick Marcus King. has been a big fan of Marcus King for many years because he saw him going to a record store once. That's like a very famous record store in L.A., uh-huh. and that's where they disco- a bunch of people discovered him because he would play, like, hey, you know, they test out the guitars and stuff. Really? And he said he is... He loves him. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty awesome. That's almost sold out, so if you want to be a part of that, that's at the pageant tonight. Marcus King, very, very cool. Uh, let's move on to tomorrow, Friday. Uh, it happens to be somebody's birthday, by the way, so go big. Judge Judy. Judge Judy. <laughs> Celebrating. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> uh, at, this is at the pageant. It's a big show. It's also our uh, artist name of the week, Kurt Vile and the Violators. Oh, are going to be there uh, with special guest Julia Shapiro of Chastity Belt. <laughs> but that's at the pageant tomorrow night. Uh, Lemp Grand Hall tomorrow. The St. Louis Bourbon Festival is going on. Oh, if you're interested in what's that, what's the Lemp Grand Hall? I don't know. It's, is it near like the Lemp Brewery that's and all that, or is it something? That whole thing down there, yeah. Mm-hmm. But St. Louis Bourbon Festival, people are into that. Uh, and then Friday night at Off Broadway, '90s alternative rockers Sponge. Oh man, Sponge Molly is, Sponge is cool. Yep. Less about it's the a, ten candles down the such drive. a great song. I feel like they should have toured with uh, the Toadies when they were here. That feels like the good, yes, the best combo. Those kind need to, yeah, they need to they team need to hang up. Out. I'd bet a million dollars those bands have toured together yes. before yeah. at some point. Uh, anyway, Sponge at Off-Broadway on Friday night. That brings us to Saturday. Saturday night at Red Flag. They're doing emo night. It's it's L.A. emo night is here in town. Are you guys familiar now, with these things I, at all? So they I, all just do like the emo Phillips impersonations? <laughs> <laughs> oh, cut my feet. I still don't quite get what emo is. What the genre is? Yeah. So it's like, you know, Dashboard Confessional. When I think of emo, I think of the band Dashboard Confessional. But it's sort of expanded. I think in this world, stuff like Fallout Boy exists really? in it. Yeah, for sure. So emo night is this. It's it's almost similar to like the Taylor Swift dance party we talked about. It's it's not exactly a DJ. It's not exactly a band. They kind of do different things. It's, it started in L.A. and just exploded. Now they tour. So it's sort of a tribute to kind of that genre. I'm telling you, we got to get one of these soft rock nights going like this. <laughs> I'm telling you. Why not? People would love it. I'll do that in a second. All right, we'll look ahead to the next calendar year. Emo night at Red (laughs) Flag. Uh, Chesterfield Amphitheater uh, has Saturday has the Chesterfield Fall Festival featuring the John Denver Experience. Oh really? What's, what's that mean? How, how lucky band. did they get with the with what the weather's going to be? Because Where when is they this? put that thing on the calendar, uh, the Chesterfield Amphitheater. Oh, that'll be great! Oh wow, you're right. Uh, Wildy Theater over in Edwardsville Saturday has a Rocky Horror Picture Show, sing along, play along, that whole thing. If you've never been, you should experience it at least once. Yeah, you should go. Uh, Saturday night at the pageant, we've been giving away tickets all week. Better than Ezra puts on such a good show. You know so many songs. Just a great, great band. Uh, and Enterprise Center. There's an artist called Reba. 
Reba. That's Reba. Right. Reba's in town. Yeah. She'll be down. I should go Saturday. and wear my shoes. Saturday. There you go. <laughs> don't miss it. Also Saturday in Forest Park. That <laughs> <laughs> sounded dumb if you don't know what that means. My shoes. I bought a pair, two pair of Reba McIntyre <laughs> shoes once. And then I did not realize they were Reba McIntyre shoes. Spot you in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got, you got my shoes on. You got my shoes on. Courtney, those are my shoes. I'm Reba. Uh, Forest Park on Saturday has the Wizard Run. It's a 5K or a one mile, and it is a very unsanctioned uh, Harry Potter-themed run. So I was I like, everybody was dressed like mean? Ozzy. I was like, what is the Wizard Run? And I looked at it, and it's all these, like, Nods to, but the, not the actual. But it can't yeah. it. So it's like grab your wand, hop on your broom, and join us for the wizard run. Uh, it's they it start at the Upper Muni parking lot, and it says uh, uh, after the run, stick around and celebrate the magical world with us. Like it's all these references. So then at the very end, not of wizardly it, world. Yeah, yeah. right. The ma- like they get it. And then at the very end, it says the wizarding road is not endorsed, sanctioned, or in any <laughs> other way, supported directly or indirectly by Warner Brothers Entertainment, the Harry Potter book publishers, J.K. Rowling, or her representatives. They, yeah, they're like. We don't want to pay anything. Yeah. We want to raise you, funds for something good. Do you think they're brooming? What do you mean? Like in that, you know, when people On play that dumb game, they like. Oh, Quidditch? Quidditch. Yeah. They, they've got, the, they run with the broom. I bet some people run with the broom. Oh my God. Which sounds like a. A band name. Yeah. <laughs> Running with the broom. Or like a, a that's what they Running call like the some bulls? drug. Probably. Oh he's yeah, man. I'm brooming. He was running with the broom for years <laughs> in, the, in the 90s, but he cleaned things up a little bit, unfortunately. Uh, and then I'll be honest, as things slow down a little bit Sunday, Monday, probably people just wanted to make room for the Ludo shows next week. Oh, that's it. Tickets still available. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday night, the family arena, Blues Clues and you live on stage. Which is, I mean, if you're in a Blues Clues, you gotta go, right? Uh, and then Wednesday, I'm talking about the 26th here at the Enterprise Center, Blues versus Oilers. And then at Off-Broadway is Mike Doty. Do you guys know Mike? He was in um, Soul Coffin. Oh, no. yes. Yeah, yeah, Great artist, great big following. That's at Off-Broadway, which obviously is a great venue. Uh, that's all I got. And then next weekend, obviously Halloween weekend, a lot going on. So uh, weekend, what's up? Next weekend is going to be real big. So tune in for that on Thursday. That is your, Courtney, do you want to do it? Nope. Your weekend, what's up? <laughs> First five notes on 106.5 The Arch. First five notes is brought to you by Carol House Furniture. Hold on. I don't have it ready. I'm sorry. Carol House sure is great. It sure is. And they have great stuff. Great Carol stuff. House. Because great stuff is great when it's at Carol House. Because you like great stuff. And you like great things. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And Get honest value and quality furniture. Shop Carol House because you like nice things. Well, I think that's what we said. And great stuff. Um, let's meet our contestant for first five notes. Hello, Lee from Kirkwood. Hi. Good Lee's, morning. Lee's a little nervous yeah, today. A little apprehensive, Lee. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Let's hear that's it. Okay. Okay. Come on, you're going to own it. You're going to own it. You can do it. We have a, a real big ticket. Ludo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Halloween, the pageant. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, October 28th through the 30th. You can score a pair here Ooh. if you get two out of three in first five notes. Have you ever played with us before, Lee? Not on live on the radio. <laughs> I play really well at home by myself. All right. Okay, I, that's a good start. Let's keep that going. So you just have to identify these songs. You're only going to hear first the first five notes of these songs. Artist or title of the song. If you get two of the three, you win those Ludo tickets. Who are you going to play against? Um, I will play against Brando. 
Brando hasn't been picked in a while. It's true. He yeah. might be rusty. We don't know. We're going to find out. I feel rusty. Lee, one more deep breath. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. Here we go. Here's song number one. Um, I can see by the look on your eyes. <laughs> yeah. There's something missing. Um, is it... Air no. no. Take your time. Get Chicago? to that chorus. No, not your Letters. Mm-hmm. There's three letters mm-hmm. in the name of the band. And then... Mario Speedway. Yes. yes. Way to go, Lee. Really fantastic you deduction there, Lee. Really, really good. Let's go for the victory. Let's see if you can get it on song number two. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. You know it. They're just not giving you yeah. enough there. He's, sipping, yeah, he's sipping on something. Yeah, it's true. Song. It's a combination of two beverages. He hangs out with uh, Martha Stewart a yes, lot nowadays. Yes, he does. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He likes... Can I hear it again? Sure. Yes. He's always rolling down the street. And rolling up doobies. Uh. Was it from the Sopranos? That's fun. No, it does kind of sound yeah. like it. Let's but focus. think about the artist. Think about. Let's focus on the artist yeah, here. We can get you okay. there. The um, he uh, he's teamed up with Martha Stewart for a lot of things. He was at the Super Bowl halftime yeah. show who's, last who's year. The dog on Charlie Brown. A Snoopy, Snoop Dogg. There you go. We even gave you the dog part without <laughs> yeah. unwittingly. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Ah, you won! Congratulations, Lee. See, everything is going to be great. That was so great. We're going to give you a shot to get into the Hall of Fame. Let's see how you do on song number three. Okay. Yeah. That's Foo Fighters. Oh, see, you got that. No problem. Lee, congratulations. You are going to see Ludo Halloween weekend. Broken Bride at the pageant August 28th or October 28th through October 30th. Tickets are on sale now. All the details on our website, 1065thearch.com. Hold on, we'll get you all the info and we'll have our final pair to give away tomorrow on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Quick addendum to the weekend WhatsApp in case you missed it. I told you all the great things going on this weekend and I forgot one. Uh, Saturday is Pines Fest. So great St. Louis artist called The Mighty Pines uh, curating their own festival. So that is Saturday. Saturday uh, at the lock at the lot by the big top. It's in the city. You can look it all up. It's JAMO presents J A M O presents. Um, but great artists, other local artists, uh, Dave Grelly and the Pliadors are going to be there. A whole bunch more stuff. So that is Pines Fest featuring the Mighty Pines, and that is Saturday as well. All right, let's get to some of your texts this morning. A variety of different topics. First one is Brando. Please thank Amelia for passionately sticking up for our innocent furry friends. I had a black cat, Joanny. Shaped like a glossy pink panther who was perfect. Mm-hmm. I still miss her. Um, and, you know, I know I know that that's Amelia's cause right now is for you to adopt black cats and black dogs. Yep. But October, usually the shelters do not adopt out. Might have to wait till after Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, and then earlier when we were talking about the best things we saw, um, I happened to see a little picture of... Something that I had not thought about since I was a little kid. And it were those pink tablets that you chewed up to show how well or how bad you were brushing your teeth. Mm -hmm. And if your 
teeth turned all pink, it meant you weren't doing a good job. Lots of mem- lots of people have forgotten about them too, but totally remember. <laughs> Judy from South City, I remember that pink tablet that you chewed to show the plaque. I can't believe you brought that up. Thank you for the public service of going down that rabbit hole to identify the keyword harmless. She's like, right when you brought it up, I thought we were going to find out that it was poisonous. Uh. <laughs> and that's why I've made some bad choices. Um, Courtney, yes, I remember the dentist giving out those chewable tablet- tablets. It was a way to teach children how to brush their teeth. The dentist would have us chew it up, go brush our teeth, then tell us how bad we were at brushing our teeth. <laughs> uh, we talked this hole-in-one story earlier. It was a golf tournament. And they were promoting that they had this truck to give away, a $50,000 truck. A guy got a hole in one, and then they would not give him the truck because mm-hmm. the dealership was like, no, that this was just uh, to show or display. display. And so the country club's uh, not giving them the truck, and the car dealership, well, I got a text from Sue. Our insurance agency sells hole-in-one insurance for golf tournaments. The premium for the policy is based on how far away the hole is. Mm -hmm. And they also ask about the golfer's expertise. Like, who's going to be in this tournament? Is it like a next-level tournament with really good golfers? If they are professionals, amateurs, the premium for the policy varies based on those factors and the value of the prize. She said sometimes the car dealership will purchase the insurance and sponsor the whole. Other times, the organization putting on the golf tournament will purchase the insurance as an incentive to get people to sign up. Mm-hmm. So it's not always the place having it. It's usually whatever the, you know, the charity. I'm sure there's emails exchanged. Like, I'm sure there's a paper trail. Right. This. I think this they guy's can't act like they didn't know. Right. Um, somebody said, Sarah said they had the sugar cookie toast crunch last year. My kids were big fans. Oh, really? Yeah, loved it. They said uh, we had enough to last several months post Christmas. <laughs> well, let's back. A lot of people were mad about Court's Court and that mom. Nobody oh. believes. Nobody believes the mom should expect gifts. No. And a lot of people want to know if the mom gets them gifts for Mother's Day. Ah, uh, that's a good. Since question. they made her a mom. Yeah, good. That's call. a good point. Uh huh. But a lot. I of, somehow doubt it. <laughs> a lot of texts for that. Uh, we were talking about stupid things you had to apologize for, even <laughs> though you didn't do anything wrong. Not recent, but a toxic boyfriend once told me to take my hair out of a side ponytail. He said, "Your hair is in jail. Take it down." What does uh, that even? Mean? I don't know. Needless to say, he's still tramping around St. Louis, <laughs> and I'm. Happily cohabitating. Yeah. Keep an eye out for a guy who hates side ponytails. <laughs> Man, I thought side ponytails were adorable. Yeah, prison. If I could still pull, a, look. pull yeah. a side pony off, I would do it. Why can't you? Man, a little too old for that. I disagree. I'm middle-aged. Uh, Softer October, people loved the Softer October song. Cottleville Laura said, OMG, love this song. Thanks for the memories of slow dancing with every guy I ever danced with on the landing that I thought I would spend the rest of my life Aww. with. <laughs> Fantastic Soft October song. Every couple has or had a song and always was that song for me. My first girlfriend back in 88. 
Although the relationship was short-lived, she's one of my best friends to this day, and I will ever, forever think fondly of her when I hear this song. Oh, that's nice. I Pers- hope she doesn't have a weird name and people make fun of it on the radio. <laughs> You're, don't bring that up again. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is Priscilla from the STL. How am I supposed to work and sing off-key at the top of my lungs? Always was my jam in the eighth grade. OMG, this song made me want to grow up and fall in love so badly. Um, she said, you guys are like chasing the, the sun, chasing all the rain away. <laughs> um, and then every couple uh, uh, always was our our dance, our first dance at our wedding. It's so, a great song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always Atlantic Star. That was our soft October song. And I think next week, uh, people have asked us to share a playlist or a list of all the songs. And I, I have a feeling that's coming next week. Um, Somebody, not thanks to anything we've done. No, we didn't do anything. <laughs> we were like, you know what? We don't have that kind of time. But somebody put some work in. Anna, is, sweet ray of sunshine, yeah, Anna. Sweet ray of sunshine, Anna. Put some work in. And that playlist is coming to you next week. So all the oh, soft great. October songs, which we'll continue to update uh, as we continue the, the great hits for the rest of October. Yeah, that's right. Weekdays, 9 a.m. if we remember. And if we don't, <laughs> then it'll be a... 20 minutes later. (laughs) Uh, If you guys want to text us about anything that we discussed, feel free. 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. Hello. (laughs) Trying to find the blog for today. It's not not my best work. Uh, 1065thearch.com. I actually went to it last night. Oh, really? I was trying to tell Nick about that. That husband that's apologizing for just being, just being, in, just being a human. Yeah, being in the way. <laughs> um, and it made me laugh. So yeah, one zero six five thearch.com. It's usually a lot of the Hollywood outsider stuff. That I, I watched that entire video of that little boy playing the piano. By the way, that's you, on on the blog today. It's unreal. Was he five? Five years old. Five years old. He's a he's a prodigy, and he's playing Mozart, and he looks like he is. Endlessly bored with just like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I don't understand how his fingers. It's incredible. How how high are his kicks and does he spin around? Wait to hear this. Five-year-old. Look at him go. You would think they would not be that good yet because their fingers aren't. Yeah, he's got little tiny hands. He's just pounding away. That's insane. Want to see what's different about his yes. brain? Yes, that makes him able to do that. I watched the whole. Th- I just was like, I just gotta watch. I gotta keep watching. Um, so that's up there. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Cookie Monsters up there. Um, I want to see what they say. Entertainment Weekly did the best horror heroines in film. Do you want to know who they are? Of course. Well, you know Lori Strode from Train Halloween. Spotting. Nancy. No, oh, that's, it's a different I don't think that's, yeah. Nancy from, uh, um, Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. What? I'm over here shooting three pointers and nobody can even talk. What, what? Train Spotting? So the top heroines. And oh, I said Train Spotting. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's not <laughs> Thanks, a horror guys. movie. You're here for me now. <laughs> I like that you're... It your, took me so long. That's the only heroin movie I can Your, your motion to show a three-pointer was a hook shot. That's how I, that's, <laughs> that's how I shoot threes. 
I'm sorry I missed. I'm sorry I missed your heroin story. Right. Sydney Prescott, Nancy's on there. Sally, Ginny. I don't know. If you want to know who these first names are, you can go to 1065thearch.com. Tomorrow, we're back. Better than Ezra, Magic House, Ludo. All they'll all be on our show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no tickets for all of that tomorrow on the show. And it's it's a special day tomorrow. What is it? It's a very special day. Oh no, Someone's it's birth. Just not. Someone Judge is. Judy. Judge Judy Sweet. and somebody else. Yeah. A heroine in her own right. <laughs> that does not do heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Anymore. A heroine. <laughs> It's going to be a big day. Yeah. It's really not. Probably. We have these tickets to give away. We'll do Survey Says. We have a Finally Friday song. I mean, you can rest easy. Chris isn't here. Yeah, hopefully we'll get to that stuff. I'm coming in. But most likely we'll be celebrating your birthday. I'm probably going to come in uh, a little later than normal. That's totally fine. You want us to handle it? Mm Mm-hmm. We'll handle it. Yeah, but I know Brando will. You You come in. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get here a little early for You come in around 8. No, I was going to come in just... Come in around 8 and we will... (laughs) And we'll have Land nothing. I just meant I'm not going to come in like my early, early. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe. Okay. We'll see. I deserve it. Yeah, it's your treat. Yes. Just come in at eight. No, I'll come in at normal <laughs> broadcast time. Tomorrow you will hear me at 6 a.m. We hope you will join us. <laughs> have For a great Courtney's day. birthday show. <laughs> Everybody's talking about it. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>